Section 5 of Claimants to Royalty. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Carmen H. Claimants to Royalty by John H. Ingram. The False Philip of Macedon, B.C. 144. The condition of Greece after the usurpation of supreme power by Philip of Macedon and his son Alexander the Great was truly deplorable, and, despite the despairing efforts of the Achaean League to resuscitate the expiring liberties of the glorious old republics, grew rapidly from bad to worse. Finally, the spirit of its people broken, their freedom destroyed and national feeling extinguished, the cradle of European civilization fell an easy prey to the omnivorous greed of Rome. A later Philip of Macedon incurred the anger of the Romans by forming a league with Hannibal, the Carthaginian, and after suffering terrible reverses in the wars which ensued, was compelled to accept peace upon the most humiliating terms, including the surrender of several entire provinces, of his navy, and the payment of a heavy indemnity to the conquerors. Twelve years after the death of this monarch, B.C. 178, his son and successor, Perseus, recommenced hostilities with the Romans. After a long series of alternate victories and defeats, this last and most unfortunate of the Macedonian kings was overthrown at the battle of Pydna by Emilius the Roman consul and sent captive with his children to Rome. About twenty years later, or B.C. 149, and whilst the Macedonians were still nearly smarting under the yoke of the victors, a man presented himself to the people as Philip, their late king. Livy, whose account we must chiefly follow, states that this impostor was generally reputed to have been a slave. In history, he is known as Andriscus, the pretender. Our chief authority acknowledges that he manifested a truly royal courage, and that he was found to greatly resemble the monarch whose name and dignity he claimed, but who had died nearly thirty years previously. Incautiously underrating the power of this Andriscus, who was well supported by the despairing Macedonians, the Romans contented themselves with sending a few troops under the praetor Juventus against the insurgents and consequently sustained a severe defeat in which an entire legion and the praetor himself were completely cut to pieces this success was short-lived the consul metellus taking the field overthrew and pursued andriscus to the thracian mountains and compelled a neighboring prince with whom he had taken refuge to deliver him into his hands the capture of this impostor was made an occasion for a great triumph by the romans who rejoiced as much records the historians as if they had acquired possession of the person of a veritable king his future story is not known but the unfortunate country which had placed itself under his guidance was as is but too well known completely subjugated and its people reduced to a state of servitude from the effects of which they never recovered it is worthy of note that after the overthrow of Andriscus, two or three pseudo-Philips from time to time came forward to agitate the country, trouble the Roman rulers, and still further degrade the people. But none of them ever displayed the same courageous bearing or attained to such notoriety as he did.
and of the false Philip of Macedon.